Well, it finally happened. Episode number eight, an unexpected episode of Jets Lab podcast here. Joey Bonsanti alongside Jarrett Taromio. And folks, Sam Darnold has been traded to the Carolina Panthers. And were you expecting this, JT, to happen in this this way, like at this timing, pretty much? It's funny because I was texting some of my friends and I literally said, just wait till draft day. That's when it's going to happen. Literally said that today, probably around, I don't know, 11 a.m. this morning. And then 4 p.m. comes around and boom, Darnold to the Panthers for a highway robbery, a six this year, a second and a fourth next year. Love it, Joe. Love it, Joe Douglas. Love it. I thought you were talking to me. I was like, yeah, I love it too. <laughs> I love it. I know you love it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the draft capital is more than I would have imagined. I think that the trade-off here was really the Panthers didn't want to give up any high draft capital this year. So they're like, all right, we'll settle with the second and fourth next year. We'll throw you the sixth this year to make you happy. And I think, honestly, for all three sides here, from the Jets standpoint, Panthers and Darnold's standpoint, it was probably the best move that could have been made. I think last week I had said I, I think I think it's going to be the Bears um, that he ends up going to, but ends up being the Panthers. It looks like he's going to be the starter there. I think they're going to move on from Bridgewater. It seems like someone already did say. I'm not sure if it was Ian Rappaport, but to expect Bridgewater's contract to either be immediately restructured or for. Bridgewater to be moved as well. So it does sound like Sam Darnold will be the starter for the Panthers. And the one thing that really sticks out to me, though, Joey, is how the Panthers were reported to be the only suitor by Adam Schefter who was who were actively interested in Darnold at this moment. And Joe Douglas was still able to squeeze out so much uh, draft capital from the Panthers. Just that fact alone. I think really shows that this guy, Joe Douglas, has a he knows how to play the game, right? Absolutely. This is the first time we're ever witnessing someone who knows what they're doing. And I've said this multiple times, but you, you look at the timing here, it just shows that Douglas was like, All right, I could wait and I could get more from like we were saying last episode. You know, if you wait until you know keep him into preseason and someone goes down, you're probably gonna get a first rounder for him or second rounder straight up. I mean but what he got for him at the timing, it, it's definitely right for, for the Jets and and for this QB situation heading forward. Now it, we turn to the draft, and it's going to be Zach Wilson or Justin Fields most likely taking the quarterback position for the New York Jets heading forward. New York Jets are going to have a new face of the franchise, and right now I firmly believe it's going to be Zach Wilson. I've heard on WFAN, Craig Carton said this, that Steve Young reported Wilson's parents said the Jets came to them and said we were taking Zach Wilson with the number two pick. So take it as you will, but I just firmly believe Zach Wilson is the pick. Yeah, I think that's the most likely pick at this point. Again, but I still would not be surprised if we took Justin Fields. I really wouldn't. Um, so I'm preparing myself for both guys to be picked at that number two slot. Um, again, more stuff can come out within the next three weeks and more stuff can progress, but I think it's pretty much set in a way. I think Zach Wilson, it, that's definitely the guy that is trending towards becoming the Jets' new quarterback, but I could see both of them. Best part is, too, Joey, is in this draft, the 2021 draft and the 2022 draft, we have 21 total draft picks, 10 this year and 11 next year. Next year, we have two firsts and two seconds. This year, we have, like, what is it, four in the top 100 
for the picks, it's Joe Douglas built himself an arsenal. You know he is going to go all out with these picks, whether it be drafting players, he can trade for players, which we really haven't seen him do. He can acquire even more capital by trading back, but he has his own little war chest right now. Yeah, you got to love it. And um, yeah, like you said, seven of the the next those 21 picks falling within the first two rounds in the next two years. I mean, I love it. He's really building up for to build around this new quarterback, whoever it may be. Um, some final thoughts just before I feel like we're getting on the topic of now college quarterbacks. We're getting a little ahead of ourselves. I do want to reflect a little bit on Sam Darnold um, as this episode is mainly about him. I will say when the news broke today, I was a tad bit sad. And I will say why, because I know we discussed this a little bit, but I had, this was probably the first quarterback I've ever been like emotionally attached to you. You say not so much, but for me, this is a guy I put all my chips into. Like you said, last week, I'll take a term that you said last week. I drank the Kool-Aid hard on this one. I chugged the whole thing. I was all in on Sam Darnold. If you asked me three years ago about Sam Darnold, I was defending him. I was behind this guy a hundred percent. But honestly, the, the, one thing I took away from Sam Darnold was his professionalism and how he handled this whole situation here. He wasn't dealt the best hand. He wasn't dealt the best coaching. He wasn't really dealt even a quarterback's coach the past couple of years. So he really wasn't given a base or any development track. So that was a bit disappointing to see. Um, and just to see how excited everyone was to grab him at the, at the three there. And we saw his pro day, like I said, last week and him come to the jets. And we thought this was the guy, Sam's the savior. And, you know, you know, four years later, we're back in the same spot. So um, you definitely got to thank Sam for what he did. You know, he's, we've saw flashes and I think he could truly turn it around. He has a really good situation there in Carolina with Matt rule, Joe Brady. He's got a really good running back over there now. So no excuses for Sam Darnold heading forward. I wish him the best. And I hope he succeeds over there in Carolina. I thought when this day would come, I would be a lot sadder than I am. To be honest, I'm more relieved than anything, I think. As you said, though, he's shown nothing but professionalism. He's a great kid. Uh, He would always put the team on his back. He would shoulder the blame for everything. We would never blame Adam Gase when reporters tried to lure him to say something, but he would never do it. But you know what? At the end of the day, what I saw at first, like you said – when we drafted him with that third overall pick, I was like, this is the guy. Suck for Sam actually happens, whatever. And now, though, what I see now is we just traded arguably the worst quarterback in the league last year for three draft picks. So I'm relieved that we don't have to worry about the controversy of what if the Jets draft a rookie and keep Sam? What if the Jets can't uh, trade Sam and they have to cut him, which I don't think was ever going to happen, but people were saying it. But now it's just we finally did it. He's in a better situation. He's got good coaching there. Four players on the Panthers had over 1,000 yards last year. If he can't perform there, then you know what? People know it wasn't the Jets who were the actual problem. Not saying we weren't a problem, but not. it just shows that there were other problems that Sam had himself. Yeah, and I I mean – some people are, I saw on Twitter before were saying, you know, oh, what if he goes there and lights it up and, you know, Zach Wilson fails for us. It will be such a Jets move. Well, hold on. You can't look at if Sam Darnold does well. If Sam Darnold goes to the Panthers and does well, great. You know, I'm cheering for him and every Jets fan should. And here's why. Regardless of what happened, he was not staying in New York. He was never going to be staying on the New York Jets because of one timing. 
and and the, and the money. He was he was never going to stay here in towards the fourth fifth year because of the contract reset. Joe Douglas wanted his own guy. He wanted to reset the the quarterback timeline, and and honestly, that's he had no choice really. If Sam Darnold, like I said, was going into his second year, going into his third year, they may roll the dice with him, but. You're in this position. You're at this number two pick because of the quarterback play, play partially in 2020. So you can't worry about if Sam Darnold plays well in Carolina. You have to worry about if Joe Douglas hits on the quarterback in this draft. I don't care if Sam Darnold becomes this great quarterback. I care about our quarterback now and who we grab. And that's all that should matter to you as a Jets fan. I don't think that Sam Darnold will somehow magically turn into a superstar QB. And if he does, that would be one of the historical comebacks of a career in the NFL. And good for him if it happens. I do hope that he has a little bit more success there. Not too much, just because I want us to be the successful team in the end. And I do think we will be. But you know what? I think right now, honestly speaking, Sam Darnold's ceiling is probably a mediocre 16th to 24th ranked quarterback in the league. If he reaches that, Good for him. That means he'll have a nice long career in the league. Probably won't be winning any Super Bowls, but hey, maybe he'll make it to the playoffs a few times. But I'll be honest, I don't see him ever breaking a top 10 quarterback in this league. And again, if he does, to personally, I couldn't care less because you, you can't come up to me like, well, he should. Joe Douglas should have kept him. Joe Douglas shouldn't have kept him. This is stained for him. New York is stained. He wants his own guy in a fresh, in a fresh team with a new coach and a this organization is, is completely changed, and we've seen it. These guys have gone now. There's so many guys who have been cycled out, and we're trying to bring in this new culture. I know we're so sick and tired of hearing the culture, the culture, but it's true. This is a brand new culture. There's new coaches. There's new general manager. You, you got to see what's going on here, and you got to worry about now the pressure falls on Joe Douglas's shoulder, and he has to get this pick right at number two. That is really what it comes down to for Jets fans. Yeah, if Joe Douglas doesn't get this pick right and Sam Darnold does actually end up becoming that top 10 quarterback, once again, it won't happen. But if we're living in the universe that does happen, it will look like a bad trade. But this isn't a bad trade. It was a trade that needed to be happened, and I'm fine with it at the end of the day. Yeah, and it's also kind of funny to see uh, the media starting to spin it. You know, when they, when they, you know, even like Bleach Report putting out like Jets trade Sam Darnold for six round pick and picks next year, how they don't even include the details of the picks next year. They always want to put the jets in some sort of negative light. Like the jets just traded a quarterback. Like you said, who's arguably the worst quarterback in the league for a six round pick, a second round pick and a fourth round pick. Like that's, that's not nothing. That's a good amount of capital. I hope you're not getting all your news from bleacher report, Joey, since I don't even consider them to be a real sports media group. They're more of just an entertainment. And the only thing they have good for their NFL is that, the gridiron heights videos <laughs> i know i'm just i'm just trying to show how the media will always put them in and i actually saw this other tweet that oh my god i, I need to share it because it was so bad um here it is right oh, oh okay you got it i don't i don't even need to name i'm not going to name that i'm just going to read the tweet um pff put out a tweet said who won this trade for sam Darnold?" and someone said panthers gave up no pick of value in the draft for a 23-year-old quarterback with three years of experience and more talent than any quarterback not named Lawrence in this in this current draft. Carolina easily. I mean, what? Do you not realize that he had three years of experience, but it was three years of terrible play? Like, where are you leaving that part out? Per Warren Sharp on Twitter, he said 
that the value got between for the Jets for this trade per over the cap was equivalent to a first round seventh overall pick or per I think per PFF it was equivalent to a 10th first overall uh 10th overall pick so basically what that is all just saying is the Jets got great value uh I just don't understand how someone could say that they didn't get great value for this here's the exact tweet it is equal in value to the first round pick number seven overall or to the first round pick number 16 overall via FP. And this assumes that Carolina finishes with the 10th worst record. So it's not like that they are the worst team in the league, but even if they finished just the 10th worst team, we're getting great value. And I expect them to actually be pretty decent next year, maybe winning six to seven games, but you can't say that a second is no value. It's ridiculous. And who cares if it's next year? I mean, I didn't care if it was this year or next year personally. I only thought we were I at this point, if you were to ask me, the Panthers trade a third for him, the straight, I would have said yes, but I you just it like you said, it shows the game. Joe Douglas knows how to play it and he knows how to get the value that he believes that players are worth. So I mean, man, you step away from this. You gotta love it at the end of the day because you knew it was inevitable, whether it happened now, whether it happened on draft day, whether it happened in the preseason, which was never gonna happen, but I'm just happy it happened now. And man, I almost had an anxiety attack at work when I just checked my phone and I saw three of my Jets group chats going off, Twitter blowing up. And that's when I looked on there and I was like, I saw Panthers and I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. And, you know, it's the worst thing when you're at work and this kind of stuff happens because you got to put your phone down. You got to go to work. And I'm thinking like, what the hell happened? I want to read out all my group chats and whatnot. So it was one, just crazy day. One final thing to know too, Joe, is I just find it, crazy how this front office how much different this front office is with their leaks since the official report from adam Schefter was that it this was a trade filed to espn so it's like no one knew about it the jets pro the jets or whoever whoever calls up espn to report that okay this trade just happened so i guess the nfl offices they're like oh yeah so sam darnold just got traded Adam Schefter getting that news is probably like, how the hell did I miss this? But you know what? It's because Stone Cold Joe doesn't tell anyone what he's up to. And before, there was just a couple comments on one of our Twitter posts that I wanted to get into too. To that point, that is why I think that not a lot of people should just be buying the fact that we're just set to draft Wilson at two. That Because that, I there's nothing that leaks from this organization from the top. So do I think personally that Zach Wilson will be chosen at two? I, I think there's a really good chance of that happening, but I also think that there's a very good chance it's, it's fields too. I just wouldn't be surprised. That's all I'm saying. And to your point, nothing has leaked from the top of this organization. So I, I really like how that is a thing. Now I feel like that was always a problem with us, but it's a very different regime since Mac was here and it changed very fast in these three years. Definitely. Um, we actually had a late little comment here too. So we'll do two of the Twitter comments that we had. Might as well give uh, our interactions some love here. Uh, at Sam Spleen, Kyle, he's recently out on Twitter with his uh, real name now, not his uh, his burner or fake name anymore. So go follow him. Former, former uh, what was it? Unemployed Dowell Loggins. Yep, he was expert analyst Dowell Loggins, and he was unemployed, and now he's uh, now he's himself. So go follow him at Sam Spleen. He says, "Wish we could have gotten more compensation for this year, but twenty one picks in the next two years is insane." Would like to hear how much you guys were expecting to get for Darnold, more or less, or around what we got. Uh, I mean, I answered this before, less. I thought it was going to be a third-round pick. 
Yeah, speaking of that, I seriously thought I would get like maybe a conditional third this year. That would have been kind of nice. And uh, maybe a fifth. I, no, wait, conditional third would have had to be next year and like a fifth this year or something like that. But yep. yeah, I was not expecting a two for Darnold that I really thought was it's was funny because of all the you know the rumors it was like oh Schefter said we could still get a first and it was like oh it's ranged all the way from me thinking maybe we could get a two to thinking all right we're getting like a fifth but a two was the highest I thought we would get and this a two four and six really just blows it out of the water yep so that's a simple answer to that question we had a late one here as we were recording uh Jets Central Station thanks for commenting back here at Jets CS he said, let's go in all caps. I got a question, though. How do you guys expect Donald to do next year? Do you think he'll somehow become a backup while Bridgewater remains in Carolina, or do you think the Panthers have moved on from him? I also answered that before. I think it's pretty much a done deal. I think this is going to, Donald's going to be their guy. They've pretty much moved on from Bridgewater. They already picked up Donald's fifth year option. So I think they're kind of in this for the long haul with Sam here in Carolina. Yeah, I definitely think, as you said, they're going to be starting Darnold. And the only way that Darnold, I don't think, actually starts uh, other games, I think he's definitely going to be starting that first part of the season. But unless he really starts stinking it up and then they pull him, or unless, unfortunately, if he gets another injury, which hopefully that doesn't happen. I hate seeing anyone get hurt. But Sam does have a track record of not being able to stay healthy. But, hey, maybe with the – the Panthers offensive line, if they get Slater at eight, then they'll both uh, they'll bolster up that offensive line and Darnold won't have to worry about that. But I definitely don't see him as a backup in the future. Yeah, we'll have to see how that unravels. But for now, I think he does take that starting role in Carolina, and I think they will have a pretty good offense. He'll have a pretty good chance to uh, revive his career there with Joe Brady, who was a guy who I was really strong on as a uh, head coaching candidate. Uh, but good for him. Good for the Jets. Good for the Panthers. I like it all around. And uh, as of now, we have James Morgan as our starting quarterback. So uh, that's that's good. And to, for the next four weeks. <laughs> While you're uh, quickly on that, are we? when are we going to get another quarterback, a backup at least? <laughs> that's a good question. I don't know. I'd like to pick up another vet, just like a guy. I, again, I, was, I wanted to pick up a guy from like 49er system, kind of like a C.J. Beathard. He went to Jacksonville. I think but, Nick Mullins is still available. Hey, man, anyone at this point, uh, you know, just anyone to back up our new guy as a good mentor, um, anyone but Fitz pretty much because he's bad luck. But <laughs> Well, hey, he's already in Washington. Yeah, I know. I'm glad <laughs> it's not even an option. So that pretty much does it here. Uh, make sure to go follow us on Twitter. At Han Hundos is my Twitter. At the Jets Lab Pod is the podcast handle. And at Stacking dollars is jt i don't know dude I, I i'm just gonna keep butchering it until i get there. <laughs> i'm gonna have you to just, start you gotta write it down or something i have a sticky note right by you i know it's getting <laughs> pathetic so uh, hey but thanks for listening uh we, we're still set to do an episode on thursday uh we'll talk about more about that on twitter as the week goes on uh can't wait to have you uh guys back then and thanks for listening go jets <laughs>